0: Friends, as we celebrate the Epiphany and begin a new year, I want to invite and encourage us in 2022 to keep our spirits elevated and not downcast. To keep our eyes upward and not downward. That's tough to do. I feel like we're all, um, laboring and trying to just deal with life and get through and grind. But I think the Magi today give us a great image of keeping our eyes up and our spirits up in the midst of what can be difficult circumstances surrounding us. Before getting to the Magi, though, I want to I want to share with you a, what I found to be one of the more historically inspiring stories during uh, the pandemic. I was reading an article about, and uh, maybe you've seen some of this, about William Shakespeare and how Shakespeare's entire life was, uh, pardon the pun, but plagued by the plague, by the bubonic plague. Uh, Shakespeare got the the bubonic plague when he was a little infant, and almost died from the plague. When he was a little boy, he wouldn't have remembered this, but he would certainly heard stories. The plague hit his hometown and killed a fourth, a quarter of the population of his hometown. His adult life as a young actor and as a playwright were marked by the significant outbreaks of the bubonic plague. Uh, In one outbreak in the late 16th century, he wrote his two famous poems when everything was locked down in the city of London. And then there was a period from 1603 to 1613. Uh, In those ten years, all of the theaters in London and the surrounding areas were shut down for 78 months total during the period of those years, and many historians think it was during those lockdowns that he wrote Macbeth and King Lear. And so when I first was reading about this earlier in the pandemic, I felt kind of pathetic about myself, because I was like, I'm like binge-watching Netflix, <laughs> and Shakespeare is like using this, like his lockdown to like do all these incredible things that would inspire people for generations. So I felt kind of I don't know, depressed about myself a little bit. But it also served as an inspiration because Shakespeare could have resigned himself to discouragement, despair, inactivity, lethargy, right? He could have just checked out. But instead, he channeled his energies toward higher things, the writing plays that would inspire millions for centuries to come. He was able to transcend the difficult circumstances of his life and to keep his eyes and his spirits upward. Now to the Magi. I think the Magi have the same thing. I don't think the Magi's journey was as easy as this short passage from the Gospel of Matthew gives us today, right? I mean, they're on this uncertain journey. They don't even know where the destination is going. To me, it's a great reading for the beginning of a new year. We have no clue where the end of 2022 is going to lead us. No idea where that star is going to land at the end of the year. But they embark on the journey, uncertain of the destination, uncertain of where it's going to go. I'm sure it wasn't an easy journey. I'm sure they looked at each other at one point and said, are we nuts? Like, should we even be doing this? Like, should we turn around? Like, so the uncertainty of the destination, the perils, surely, of the travel, I think when they met Herod, I think they had some intuitions about Herod. You know, we're told at the end it's a dream that forces them to travel home by a different way, but I think they were pretty perceptive guys. I mean, they're first of all, they're, they're following an astrological sign. Like, they're perceptive people. I think they knew the pretensions of Herod. Just like everyone in Jerusalem is scared when they find out about this incident, because they know what Herod's capable of. If you know anything about Herod's life, Herod killed many of his family who he thought were threats to his kingship. They know what Herod is capable of. And so you may even sense that the Magi after meeting Herod knew that this journey could actually cost them their life, could ruin their safety. And yet they kept their eyes fixed on a star. They kept their eyes up. They didn't let the difficulties of their journey, they didn't let the pretensions of Herod, they didn't let the uncertainty of the destination get in the way of keeping their eyes upward, fixed on a star, which eventually landed them at their destination. I don't know if if any of you have watched this uh, Netflix sensation right now, Don't Look Up. Anybody watch this? Don't Look Up. It's a big thing on Netflix right now. I watched it the other day with my family. And it's, it's an interesting watch. It's kind of a parody, a satire. Um, it's meant to be a social commentary, I think. Um, it's, the, the plot, real quick, is that a comet is coming to Earth, uh, that the scientists discover is gonna destroy the planet. And, and so the, the movie revolves around uh, people trying to get <clears throat> the people to act with urgency knowing that we've got to do something or this comet's gonna destroy the planet. And so there's a slogan, once the comet's visible uh, on Earth, there's this slogan that starts, just look up, right? See the comet and know the threat and act with urgency. There's another camp that's sort of questioning the legitimacy of the science and questioning whether this comet's actually gonna hit us, whether it's gonna destroy us. And so they start a rival slogan, don't look up, and don't look up. And it's clearly meant to be a social cultural commentary on the dynamics during uh, the pandemic. Um, it's certainly why they made the movie, it seems. Um, I'm not gonna comment on that. That would get me in a lot of trouble um, <laughs> from whatever angle I took. I just wanna focus on the posture, right, of that. Just look up. Right? That's what I think the Magi teach us. That's what Shakespeare teaches us. Just look up. <laughs> that for the believer, right, we are never just looking down. Tied to reality, yes. Grounded, yes. But always having our eyes looking upward in hope. They right? always hope, right? The Christian is always filled with hope, not optimism. Hope is not optimism, right? Optimism can be blind, real, blind, uh, sort of a blindness to reality, right? That's not hope. Hope's very aware of the difficulties of life and the difficulties of the circumstances of life. But it still knows that the light of Christ, the star, precedes us. The Christian always knows that the star and the light of Christ goes before us. So there's always a glimmer of hope in the light of Christ, even within the darkness of life circumstances. That's not optimism. That's hope. And so to keep our eyes upward, to keep our eyes fixed toward the heavens, right? not to be totally looking down, right, I think is the posture uh, that the Magi and Shakespeare give us. How might we do that? Really quick, we can offer the same gifts that the Magi did to Jesus in different ways. We can offer the gift of incense this year in 2022. Incense... Uh, is symbolic in the Old Testament of prayer because as the smoke goes up to the heavens, it's like our prayers rising to the heavens. And we can offer this year in 2022 our hearts and minds being elevated in prayer to the Lord. Right? We can give that gift of prayer, of offering our pine as incense to God. We can offer the gift of gold, and this I want to say that we can find the golden hearts in others. That instead of looking down at what's worst in people, imputing motives to people that we don't know, focusing and zeroing in on their deficiencies and their weaknesses, instead we can elevate our vision to be able to see what's redeeming in others, what's golden in their hearts, to find what's good in people, especially the people that we find the most difficult. love. And we can offer the gift of myrrh. Myrrh was used for many things, but one of them was as an embalming agent, a symbol of death. And we can offer the gift of the sacrifice of our lives in service of others, right? To look down is to be focused totally on ourselves and our self-absorbed existence. To look up is to focus on the needs of others and putting others before ourselves in service and in death. To myself and in sacrifice of myself to others. So we can offer the gifts of prayer, elevating our minds and hearts to God, the gift, right? The gift of gold, of looking at what's the higher nature of other people, not just focused on their lower nature. And we can offer the gift of myrrh, of offering our lives in a form of death and sacrifice to others and not just in the downward spiral of our own ego and our own pride. So friends, as we journey uh, and begin this new year, I invite us, uh, like Shakespeare, like the Magi, right? Like our first reading, which told us to raise your eyes and look about. Raise your eyes and look about this year. That no matter what we go through, no matter what the difficult circumstances of the world and of our own hearts are, that we can keep our spirits elevated, not downcast. We can keep our eyes upward, not downward. We can offer Jesus the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh in our hearts and in the way we live our lives. And in the one slogan of the movie, I invite us this year to just